0: Everybody, thanks for listening to on the podcast. Short episode format podcast to give you something to do while you kill time doing your business on the pot, or maybe it's Halloween night. Ooh, hell yeah! You're watching BTL. <laughs> <laughs> You're watching BTL, and uh, you live in a neighborhood that doesn't have an HOA, so you just don't know what the scene's gonna be like. You don't know if children are showing up in a consistent flow or not. You don't even know if children are showing up. Does an HOA have to do with that? I feel like those types of neighborhoods, is just like, it's, <laughs> it's set up. It's constant flow. <laughs> okay. Uh, and so while you wait for trick-or-treaters to come and knocking on your door dressed as ladybugs falling into your house, <laughs> turn on an episode of our podcast and learn something while you trick, or maybe a treat. There you go. (laughs) I'm Katie. And I'm Liz. Hey, Liz. Hey, Katie. What are we talking about today? Katie, we are in the throes of spooky season. Woo! And if you have been listening to our podcast for a long time, and if you have not, well, if you have, then you know Katie and I are big uh, fans of horror, paranormal, all that fun stuff. Superstitious, superstitious, yeah. So this yeah. is our this is our time to thrive. <laughs> uh, and so I, what I wanted to talk about today was um, some, you know, in in the movie business, there's going to be mishaps. Yeah, just always. But it always seems more fun when it's horror movie related. <laughs> I worked on I worked on a horror movie in college. What was the name of it? Um, sublease. Was it like released in? It's available. Is it? Should we mm-hmm. watch it? Yeah, I've I've like, I don't know what I I can't remember what I agreed to, but I do have some. Um, like royalties? Yeah, I do have some royalties. Do you?
1: Mm-hmm. Everybody go live stream
0: it. <laughs> Sublease, <laughs> It'll don't. It'll
1: pay for on the podcast Well, so let me strips. explain
0: to you what happened. <laughs> was It was initially a horror movie, and production went so poorly that the <laughs> director decided to turn it into satire, and it just didn't work as satire. Oh. So. Yeah. But check it out. Check out Sublease. I, <laughs> I'll take those pennies. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs>
1: horror and mishaps.
0: Yeah, so... Uh, So the main reason I bring this up is because I don't know if you've heard about, you know, the stuff that kind of surrounds Poltergeist, the Poltergeist um, series. Very interesting. So we'll do a deep dive into Poltergeist. But I wanted to also point out some other previous horror movie.
1: I kind of remember hearing about it and there being like some paranormal stuff around (laughs) (laughs) the making of the movie. But I don't remember specifics. So I'm very excited. Yeah!
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we'll start with uh, uh, Scream. Okay? Scream. Not Poltergeist. Not Poltergeist. Um, I'm gonna. It grew very more classic. I'm just of gonna scream. Sh- Yeah. I'm just gonna tell you some some other. I'm gonna lead you in. I'm gonna build you up, and then I'm gonna bring you down. <laughs> um. So Scream. So Nev Campbell, who played Sidney Prescott, who's you know kind of the uh, main character of the Scream series. Mm-hmm. Um. In the movie, she stabs one of the ghost face killers, who was being played by Skeet Ulrich. Um. And she was, she was, she stabs him with an umbrella and he was wearing like a protective vest. She, the umbrella was supposed to have a retractable end, but for whatever reason, something didn't work out and she actually did stab him. Oh. And it hit like a scar of where he, um, where he'd had open heart surgery when he was like 10 years old. (laughs) And so it, it was, you know, it was horrific. And Wes Craven said, let's keep it. Ew. Yeah, cuz it's more real. He's alive. He he survived, mind you, but so the cool. next is about the Omen and I I watched a, like pretty much all of the Omen movies as a kid um on accident. <laughs> I watched a lot of horror movies on accident. <laughs> <laughs> But it was like they would do those marathons and I would have like I'd be like at a soccer tournament or I, I would have a soccer tournament or basketball tournament and then there'd be downtime in between, so I'd go home and watch these marathons or something
1: like that. <laughs> Your parents clearly not paying attention, <laughs> Lou's being traumatized. Like, like,
0: okay. <laughs> yeah. So so I am a big fan of the Omen series. They're they're very interesting. And the remake with Julia Styles is actually pretty decent. Um so on so on the original omen. Gregory Peck is the main character of that. Six months prior to filming, his son actually committed suicide. Ooh. Yep. Yep. Um, on, on two separate occasions, Peck and the screenwriter writer David Setzer were on planes, separate planes, and they got struck by lightning. Yikes! Yeah. On a different plane occurrence, um, Gregory Peck had canceled a certain flight, and that flight actually ended up crashing, and everybody on board died. Oh! <laughs> I know. Um, And then director Richard Donner was actually staying at a hotel that was bombed by the IRA. Oh, my God. I know. And he was actually hit by a car as well and survived both of those instances, all while filming The Omen. And supposedly there's a lot more and I'm almost like I should have deep dived into that, but that's for another day, another yeah, time. So yeah, yeah. crazy, right?
1: Man, they're just like people in this world who like, you know, aren't meant to mm. be alive. <laughs> Stuff like that happens and you're like, I'm not hanging out with you.
0: Don't yeah, put that's... me in a plane with you.
1: <laughs> yeah, no thanks.
0: Yikes. Yeah. Um, In the final days of The Shining, there was a fire that broke out in the Overlook Hotel where it was shot, uh, and there were some damages to the set, which it's kind of ironic because in The Actual Shining, the hotel burns down. Yeah. (laughs) That's a weird one. Yeah. Hmm. Um, The Exorcist, I don't know if you've heard this one before, but um, Linda Blair, who played Regan, and uh, the actor who played her mother actually both suffered back injuries, um, there was a fire there too that burnt down most of the set except for um, her, Linda Blair's bedroom. And then this is what I this is what I feel like people hear all the time. But uh, during the screening of The Exorcist, mm-hmm. a lot of viewers ended up getting sick, and one lady <laughs> blamed her miscarriage on the movie. I don't know if you've heard <laughs> that. It was like the reception of the film. It's so funny because that movie doesn't scare me at all. But and this isn't yeah. a plug for the new Exorcist, but go see it. I won't. Um, <laughs> Because you might get sick. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just, I didn't find that movie very scary, so. Okay, well, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, 70s horror is different. Yeah, but The Omen was in the 70s, like, the, that's true. you know, the, um, um. why can't I name it? Why can't I think of it? The uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movies, I think, were from, like, the 80s, which is, you know, similar, and. Those are scary. I don't know. So I Mm. just, I don't know, but I just, I I don't think I found The Exorcist very scary.
1: Well, so moral of the story, before we even get to the thick of the episode, don't work on a horror movie.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you're never going to see those royalties. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm waiting for my check. Um, Okay, so let's get into the poltergeist stuff. I saw this movie when
1: I was way too young to have seen this movie, probably like nine or ten mm. years old. I watched it with my family
0: and I remember, oh, man, it was scary yeah. at
1: that age. Yeah, so
0: I've never actually seen the movie Poltergeist. I've seen clips of it um, and I've seen like other uh pop culture references to it, you know, remakes, mm-hmm. quote-unquote. Um, very funny remakes. Uh, <laughs> but honestly, a lot of the reason why I kind of refuse to go back and watch this movie is because of uh, the lore that surrounds this this series production. Truly. Like, I'm, I've heard about this for many years, and I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. So the belief is that... The belief is that this whole thing, because there are three guys movies, the whole the belief that um, it all stems from the fact that in the scene, uh, the the Freeling family is they're they're putting a pool in their backyard, mm-hmm. and so there's this big hole mm-hmm. in their backyard, and at one point, Mama ends up in the pool and it's raining and it's muddy and there's yeah and I like think skeletons. like something tr- oh yeah
1: the skeletons Yeah.
0: so those were actually real skeletons she thought that they were prop skeletons the actor Joe Beth Williams thought they were prop skeletons but she found out later that they were actually real skeletons <laughs> I
1: wonder if that was, like, a budget thing. Like, was it cheaper to buy real skeletons? No idea. Because that's disgusting. Yeah, and like, the weird, like, I understand people donate their body to science. Mm-hmm. But, like, you don't donate your body to Hollywood.
0: <laughs> well, some people probably do. It Maybe. Yeah. But beyond that, you know, she, I guess the water had gotten really gross because they'd filled it, like, days before. And it was muddy, you know. And so there were, like, uh-huh. weird amoebas and stuff growing in there. Ooh. And on top of that, all the less were running around in this muddy wet area with fans and so she was so so joe beth williams was very nervous that she was going to either get electrocuted or accidentally like swallow some of the water that has these amoebas and yeah and then get sick um but really everybody thinks that this whole thing just got cursed by using real skeletons
1: (laughs) well and i remember like the plot of the movie is that the skeletons it was like an indian burial ground Mm -hmm. or something yeah yeah so, so, so Indian burial
0: grounds, real skeletons,
1: yeah. curses. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So there's also a scene with the little boy, um, Robbie Freeling. Oliver Robbins was the actor at the time where there's a clown in his room. I don't know if yes. you remember yeah, the Yeah. The, clown. the, the doll. Yeah. Creepy claw down. Creepy, creepy claw down. Creepy claw. Creepy, creepy claw down. <laughs> okay. Creepy clown doll. <laughs> Say that three times fast. Uh, Where it wraps its little arm thingy around the actor's uh, neck. Mm -hmm. And during one of the filmings, the prop doll actually gripped the neck... uh, Oliver's neck so tightly that he started screaming, I can't breathe. And Steven Spielberg was like, yes, improv. I'm a young child. This is so great. And then he realizes uh, what's going on. And he yanks the doll off of him. Yikes. So he almost died. Oh, cool. 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 Love that. So we're still child in movie w- Yeah. <laughs> so we're still in movie one. And this I think is probably like the most horrific, um, connection to this movie. So Dominique Dunn, or Dune, I don't know how it's pronounced, but it's spelled D-U-N-N-E, sorry, <laughs> Dominique. Um, she played Dana Freeling, the older sister. So five months after her, after the release of the Poltergeist movie, she was murdered by her ex-boyfriend, John Thomas Sweeney. I don't think I knew that. Yeah. So she had met John Thomas Sweeney, who was at working as a sous chef in 1981 uh, when they started dating, which is weird because like, I knew a Thomas Sweeney going up. <laughs> totally fine guy. <laughs> um and within a couple weeks they ended up moving in together in a west hollywood apartment and he was super jealous and possessive uh and they had they got into a lot of fights and at one point in um september 26th of 1982 she, he had choked her um he had choked her out yeah he had gotten into a fight he choked her out yeah and she's like i gotta get out of here somehow he convinces her to stay behind and in the middle of the night she escapes out of a window he sees that she's trying to run away starts his car up and he jumps onto the car to like basically Mm -hmm. stop her from leaving Mm -hmm. she goes to her mom's house for a few nights and they and they break up so then she moves back to the apartment changes all the locks and she's on a phone she's on a phone call with her friend this is october t- uh october 30th 1982 she's on a phone call with her friend and uh somehow he john thomas sweeney breaks into interrupts the phone call like he's he somehow gets the uh operator to interrupt the phone call huh. breaks in somehow yeah i don't know 80s technology <laughs> and she's like oh my god it's it's john thomas sweeney i don't know what call called him, john thomas or john i don't know <laughs> jts i got go. yeah so hangs up the phone and then he's there at her front door. So she's talking to him basically through the door and he convinces her that, to let him in and they'll talk on the porch. They end up talking on the porch. Neighbor hears some noises, you know, an altercation. And he finally comes in and sees her, sees him standing over her body. He admits that he had just strangled her out. Um, She gets picked up by an ambulance, is in a coma, uh, for four days and then dies on, uh, November 4th, 1982. Yikes. Freaky. She was 22 years old. That just sounds like some horrible domestic violence. Maybe not. Yeah, it's bad. He got, he (laughs) got sentenced to seven years, um, in prison and got out early on good behavior. Ugh. Just a side note. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, moving on. So in <laughs> uh, in polter in poltergeist for in relation to poltergeist two, Julian Beck played the malevolent preacher, um, and he, he that guy has such an interesting life. Julian Beck uh, acted in a lot of things. He was the malevolent, malevolent preacher in Poltergeist 2. Look him up because there's some really interesting things about him and, like, Andy Warhol's lovers and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, but he actually ended up dying of stomach cancer just eight months before the release of the second movie in, uh, in September of 85. Uh, and then William Sampson, who was at, who actually played Chief Bromden in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, um, had a role in the movie as well, and he died at the age of 53 from scleroid scleroderma which is um a disease that affects the skin and lungs and all that fun stuff so he Ugh. died young um on june 87th and June then- 87th june <laughs> june 87th which is you know you you get it it's june 87th
1: uh- <laughs> yikes that sounds like some bad juju on that set like yeah. bad juju yep
0: then we have Heather O'Rourke, who is, if you've never seen the movie, like me, um, you do know that there's a little girl who's, like, in front of a TV, a little blonde girl who's in yeah. front of a TV. And she's like, Yeah, She's in all three of the movies. It's great. Her name's Carolyn, or sorry, her name's Heather O'Rourke. She plays Carol Ann Freeling um, and at some point before the filming of the third movie, she contracted Giardia at the family lake house, which led to her uh, being diagnosed with Crohn's disease. And she was being treated for Crohn's disease while they filmed the third movie. And on January 31st, 1988, at 12 years old, she started experiencing flu-like symptoms um, she was revived several times in the ho- on the way to the hospital and finally succumbed to the disease on the 1st of February
1: 1988. Oh, I mean, that's the one that I did know, but dying yeah. from Crohn's disease then, that young. And being 12, oh, know, that's it's horrible it's really, really sad. Ugh. it's because she went to the other side, man, you don't know what happens on the other side.
0: Yeah, we're not done yet. There's still two more weird <laughs> connections here. So speaking of interesting people that you should uh, Google, <laughs> Richard Lawson. Somehow he's connected to Beyonce's mom. He dated Beyonce's mom. Mm. Uh so he actually he was in he played Ryan in the in the first poltergeist movie. He happened to be on a plane that crashed, um, that was flying out of LaGuardia, or as my dad would say, LaGuardia. <laughs> Doesn't have an accent, but for whatever reason says it like that. <laughs> uh that was headed to cleveland and i guess there was a, sto- a pretty severe snowstorm that that came in in 1992 plane crashed 27 people died 24 survived he was one of the survivors
1: hooray yay <laughs> when did the last poltergeist come out that feels like a little bit of a f- oh uh, yeah. okay so yeah. still within the yeah breadth of what could have been related yeah to the
0: movie well we've got a little bit of a stretch here but this is the final one and so lou perryman <laughs> Uh, who played Pugsley in the Poltergeist movie, uh, was actually murdered in his home. He's, Lou Perryman also had been in a in a ton of movies as well. But he was actually murdered in his home on April 1st, 2009, by a guy named Seth Christopher Tatum, who had just been released from prison and had gone off his meds, and he uh, killed him with an axe. Oh. Just broken and killed him. Yuck. Yeah. When did that happen? 2009. Oh. But connections to the movie—that I mean, like he got murdered. It wasn't like he just like died a peaceful death. He got murdered. So, yeah, that's horrible. So crazy stuff. Um, yeah, like I said, things happen on movie <laughs> sets, but I think they're always just more interesting when they're horror movies, especially. You know, these connections are maybe too much, and I still don't think I'm going to watch the poltergeist movies ever because of all of this. Um, they're real weird. I, also don't I would love recommend the idea them. of a poltergeist. Poltergeist creep me the f out.
1: Yeah, it's well, it's a it's a creepy movie. Yeah. At least when you
0: watch it, when you were ten years well, old, I can't, I've watched it since then. I mean, I can't, Still creepy. I can't imagine. Can't imagine being in a gross muddy pool pit. There's a lot skeletons. of things about
1: that movie that I think we need to watch and <laughs> research
0: Nope. Alright, thanks Liz. Yeah, hey, anytime. Anytime. So what's that inside my body? Uh, really like evil presence that you're trying to release into the world to (laughs) wreak havoc. Also known as knowledge.
1: (laughs) Alright, see you next time. Bye.